Welcome to Rejuvenating with Dr. Ron Kaiser. This is the podcast designed to help you lead your life enthusiastically today and tomorrow and every other day of your life. I am your host, Ron Kaiser. I'm a positive health psychologist and author of the best-selling and award-winning book, Rejuvenating the Art and Science of Growing Older with Enthusiasm. My website is The Mental Health Gym, and I hope that you will visit it frequently as a source of information about positive psychology, my concept of goal-achieving psychology, and also rejuvenating and living your life enthusiastically, no matter what age you may be. This podcast is being recorded during the midst of the coronavirus pandemic, Hopefully, we're getting some news nowadays that the curve seems to be flattening. Let's hope that's correct, and let's hope that things continue to move in the right direction. But the pandemic has caused a lot of changes in the rules. Many of us now have to do most of our work from home. As a psychologist, much of my work is done via telehealth. I meet with my staff over Zoom And there are also other kinds of things, good and bad, businesses closing, businesses having to be modified, government reaching out with money for people who have lost sources of income and somehow not getting it to everybody who is supposed to be getting it. Well, in line with this nature of changes that are taking place. I'm actually recording out of line. Those of you who've been following the podcast regularly heard me about three weeks ago, and I decided that what I have to say this time is very important. I'd like to get it out there at this point as we're dealing with the pandemic, and hopefully it can have an impact on some of you and your behaviors as we move forward toward a better day. My topic is the notion of not losing connections. And I'm talking about social connections. Now, more than ever, we need to be connected socially. I'm sure that some of you have heard me express the importance of social involvements and the importance of doing good for other people as part of that social involvement. What we're seeing now kind of offers the opportunity to avoid that. We don't want to add another tragedy at this point in time. We already know that as a species, one of the things that's helped us to survive has been to be able to interact in groups, to be able to pull together cooperatively and to accomplish things by social involvements that other species are not able to accomplish. Our brains are developed in large part because of our social involvements. Obviously, there are other things that go into it, including learning, exercise, sleep, and so on. But We do have a social brain, and it's very important to make sure that we're using it. 
at this time, what we're seeing is that for many people, their household has become a self-contained unit. Whether we're talking about a large family or a family of one person, a single person who's living alone. We know that in order to combat the social spread of the virus, that it's important to maintain social distance. Now, that doesn't mean that we can't get out and exercise and attend to basic needs, purchasing food and so on, as long as it's done under safe conditions. But one of the things that I'm observing in my interactions with patients and others is that they have become socially constricted. Part of it is a comfort level. You're in your home environment, which is the most comfortable place for most of us. In many cases, either because the job demands are lessened or unfortunately they may be non-existent, there may not be the discipline that requires us to go through certain things at various times during the day. This is a formula for laziness in many ways. It can help us to stay lazy about cleaning our environment. It'll still be there tomorrow if we don't vacuum today or if we don't dust. It can also make us lazy with respect to exercise, with respect to eating healthy. You know, it's a little less effort to eat what's in the house rather than going out and purchasing it or having healthy food delivered until we run out. So the same thing applies to social involvements. Many of us don't have to do much socializing during the course of the day. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't. It's very important for our sake to be able to maintain our social involvements. And it's very important for those who depend upon us for some of their social involvement to be able to count on this, whether it be members of our family, whether it be friends, whether it be people that we only casually know, but who are self-quarantined or confined to their homes at this time. In the older age ranges, we know, and many of you have heard me say this, that loneliness is right up there with a sedentary lifestyle and smoking and obesity in terms of being a killer in the older age ranges. What we also need to know is that for many in the older age ranges, there is no obvious source of socialization. So we have to be able to be aware of others, be aware of others' needs, be able to be in touch with them, be able to call upon them as family members, friends, and be able to do the good of having them have you to count on. It doesn't take a lot of effort to make a phone call or to write a text. Or one of the fortunate things of 
today is that there are so many ways of communicating. FaceTime, Zoom, there are all the social media ways of communicating. There's no excuse for not being involved with others socially. I have a concept that I call emotional deconditioning. Some of you may know that physical deconditioning occurs if you don't use a part of your body. Say, for example, if you've had a dislocated shoulder, for example, and you have it in a sling for several weeks, the upper arm atrophies. Whenever we have surgery, the part of the body in which the surgery occurs often loses some muscle and gets deconditioned. The same thing happens socially. If we don't use the parts of us that are meant to be used, including being involved socially, it becomes easier and easier to not continue to use it. Now, there are many times when staying involved socially is a challenge. We may move to a new community or take on a new job that has different requirements in terms of time to be there. We may have a broken relationship that we invested ourselves in a lot and not have real alternatives that we're immediately aware of. So there are many times challenges to stay socially conditioned. But now it's an especially important time. Again, both for our brains, for our social involvements, and for that of others. And that's why it's important to think in terms of being socially connected and especially in terms of the positive good that we bring into the lives of others if we do so. Now, of course, if you're going to use social involvements as a means of complaining about what's going on in the world, and there's a lot to complain about, that can be a problem too. So I, I really encourage you to limit complaining time, maximize positive times, and build toward the day when we can have greater social involvements on a person-to-person -person or group basis without being socially distant. In order to do that, however, let's make sure that we maintain a group of friends and family members who are regularly used to being connected with us. And one day soon, the way of being connected will be more personal and less long distance. Can't wait for that day to happen soon, but in the meantime, let's not forget to stay connected. Thanks for listening. This has been Dr. Ron Kaiser. Podcast is Rejuvenating with Dr. Ron Kaiser. And my website is The Mental Health Gym. Please feel free to comment about the podcast. Please feel free to suggest other interview guests because, you know, most of our podcasts really are interviews with others. And please feel free to download, rate, and comment on the podcast and tell others about it too. 
If you haven't gone to Amazon and purchased a copy of my book, Rejuvenating the Art and Science of Growing Older with Enthusiasm, I hope that you will do so. It's available in soft cover, ebook form, and also through Audible. In the meantime, encouraging you to stay safe, stay active socially, stay connected with others, and let's hope that the world will return to a state of normalcy in the near future. I'm looking forward to speaking with you again on the next podcast, which will feature our regular format of having an interview with a guest. Take care. Once again, stay safe and stay connected.